Hi guys, welcome back to You're So Rude. Today, we don't have Sam because we just cannot correspond. Is that the word? Correspond? Um, I don't know. I don't think that's a word. I don't think that's quite it. Uh, we can't get on the same schedule. Well, let's go with that. We can't get on the same <laughs> schedule. Um, but instead of Sam, I have a very, very special guest. One of my closest friends, literally my soulmate. Caddy Timson. Oh my gosh, hello. You're hyping me up so much. Girl, you deserve it. Oh my gosh, I love you. Um, so we're going to start with some introductions because you guys haven't met Caddy before. Um, Caddy and I met this summer. We both worked orientation. Um, we I was actually talking to her boss from the summer recently, and she was like, did you and Caddy know each other before orientation? Oh my gosh, like, did she really ask that? Yeah, That's and so I was like, no, we met... Like, I guess we kind of met at our first meeting back in March or whatever, um, but we officially met this summer during mm. that, like, first photo shoot. Yeah. I complimented your makeup, oh and gosh, yes. you complimented my highlight, and then I sent you the picture of the highlight, and that's, uh, of, like, what highlight it was, and that's kind of where it started. But she was like, you two are so close, it seems like you've known each other for so long. And I know, Yeah. No, I, like, have a hard time thinking about, like, life without you, so I'm like, <laughs> there was life before Kavya? What? Honestly, what did I do same. all day? Like, what I did get, I send TikToks to? Right? Like, I get so much separation anxiety oh, when we aren't together. We get lunch together every Tuesday, mm-hmm. but I'm still, like, by Friday, I'm like, it's been so long. It's been way too long. It's crazy. And, like, yesterday, we were hanging out, and it was, like, why has it been 800 years since the last time I saw you? I know, yeah, and I feel like we always, like, have a bunch of shit to, like, fill each other in on. Am I allowed to cuss on this? No, but it's fine. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, like, there's no shortage of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. There's just always something. There's always somebody that we need to, like, talk some smack about. There's always, Always like, tea to be spilled. Right. It's just, I don't know. Because the thing is, like, when one of us is upset about something, the other person immediately gets upset about it, too, because we're like, okay, well, you can't be upset alone. Oh, yeah, of course not. So <laughs> the other person has to be in on it to get upset about it. And that's just, like, how we work. We're literally platonic soulmates. Oh, for sure. Like, 100%. It's, like, how do you saying? I don't know. It's, like, weird to think that there was a time in which we didn't know each other. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Super weird. I don't know. I, like, I don't get close to people that fast, but it was just, like, all of a sudden. Kenny no, because I, were, I like, don't either, because I'm usually, like, a pretty reserved person. Um, like, I, I, like, I don't know, I tell people stuff, and I'm very open, but I don't know, I kind of have a hard time getting, like, super close to people, mm-hmm. so I was just like, oh, wow, like, this, that happened fast. Yeah, I don't know, I don't even remember, I think, because we didn't really... The first week that we worked together, we didn't really, like, do things together. Because it was the first week that we were on campus working, it was just, like, a lot of meetings. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's just, like, endless Zooms. Yeah. Like, literally, I feel like I was on Zoom all day. We, we were. were. <laughs> um, Nothing's but, changed. <laughs> same. Yeah. I'm always on Zoom. But um, it was weird because that first week... Everybody who lived in the residence hall, we were all together. So I never actually saw you that first week. No, because Isla was off campus. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, I don't even remember how it happened. I think we had formal at my house. And then it mm-hmm. was that night that, like, 
Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> it was that night that, that was we night. like yeah. really vibed. You were like, "Wait, this girl's an emotional wreck. <laughs> I need to help I her am too." Yeah, so I, we I, just like bonded over that because we were both sobbing for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a really good time. It was. Here we are talking about his cry. Oh yeah, that was a great cry. Like, <laughs> Me like tie, trying to tie your hair back while oh my God. <laughs> in my I bathroom. Just... Oh. No, they were good times. They were really good. No, times. it was great. It was, yeah, the best of times. It was the worst of times. Yeah, and I think we just really bonded that night. We did for sure. And then we've kind of been like inseparable ever since. Yeah, I you're definitely. It. I love every single one of the orientation leaders with my whole heart. But you're definitely the one that I like keep in touch with the most, yeah. except for the obvious exception of my roommate. <laughs> He was also an orientation leader, but... I honestly... Because Olivia was a recent addition to this place, so sometimes I forget that she lives here. Me too, yeah. Because I... Well, I know that she lives here, obviously, but... I spent probably three-fourths of orientation in Caddy's place, (laughs) and Olivia didn't live here at the time, so my mind is still like, she doesn't live here. Yeah. But she does, so sorry, Olivia. (laughs) We love you, Liv. Yeah, we do. Um... I think outside of you and Dan, I don't really, like, keep up with anybody else. I keep up with Tucker. Oh, yeah. I Since Tucker's not, like, in Kirksville anymore, I'm like, I, like, I still talk to him every day, but, like, we snap a lot, but... Yeah, I have a snap um, streak with Tucker. Really? I don't have snap streaks with anybody. Really? Yeah. Because you always break them. I'm so... You're horrible. <laughs> I'm really I always think, bad. like, oh, I've got a snap streak with Kavya. This isn't going to last maybe four days. <laughs> And I'm good at snap streaks. My longest one's like over a thousand days. I had one of like eighteen hundred, and then I broke it. I'm shocked that you made it that far. <laughs> okay, so my friend and I, we were friends in high school, and we had like I think we had a year, a year's worth of a streak. But then I went to India my senior year of high school, and it broke because I didn't mm-hmm. have like Wi-Fi all the time. Yeah. And at first I was really bummed about it, but then I was like, oh, you know, whatever, we can like make it again. But then it went for another 1,000 days, and I, I think I was just like, I'm 21 years old. Why do I have streaks? <laughs> and then I broke it. Well, okay, I literally think that's, like, social media, like, messing with our minds a little bit, not to be all conspiracy theory-like, but that's, like, a genius move on Snapchat, because, like, those numbers mean nothing. They mean absolutely nothing, but people take it so seriously yeah. that that's why people are obsessed with Snapchat, and that is why... Social media is so bad. It, it's, it's so bad for you. It is so bad for it's you. It's really bad. And I am so guilty of it because I have like 15 different streaks <laughs> and I'm obsessed with them too. I remember whenever I uh, was studying abroad, I literally gave my Snapchat password yeah. to Jeremy, my boyfriend. So I was like, okay, like, you know, if I'm going to be like, you know, out of service or something or I'm going to be on this plane for, you know, a godforsaken number of hours, like I need you to keep my streaks alive, uh-huh. which that's how you know when you really trust, you have nothing to hide is if right. you give your boyfriend your Snapchat password. <laughs> I think when I went to India, I gave my login to one of my friends. It's probably the girl that I had that long of a streak with because I was like, I really only care about our streak because it's so long. Um, but then, I mean, I was gone for two weeks, so mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what, just, like, forget about it. It's not that big of a deal if you can't do it because, I mean, why would you feel like you need to keep up with it for two weeks? It's, like, not. Yeah. It's really not that big of a deal. And then back in March, I think it was back in March when I just decided to break all of my streaks because, you know what, I just had this really funny realization. 
back in March, I always go through these phases where I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm going off the grid. Nobody talked to me ever. Mm-hmm. I will come back when I want to. And so I did that, and that's when I broke all my streaks. And then we went into quarantine. So oh, I didn't gosh. talk to anybody, see anybody for like four to five months. Sounds awful. <laughs> it was bad. But um, now I like kind of regret breaking that streak because I'm like, man, that was like an accomplishment yeah. for me to stay committed to something or somebody for so long and she's like one of my good friends so it's not like ooh a boy no one of my good friends from high school but I'm kind of sad that I broke it it's your chance to get it back or not don't let snapchat rule your life yeah I don't know <laughs> um so it was a fun tangent yeah a really fun tangent we didn't even get started and we already went on a tangent I know <laughs> this is what every conversation with me and Kenny looks like I, it's true it really is <laughs> Also, yeah. Hi, I'm Caddy. I don't know if I ever actually introduced myself. I'm sorry. I'm a really bad host. No, girl, you're fine. You're fine. Um, so we we have like a very general outline. Um, I wrote it in the first text I sent at 9.55 and the second one at 10.08. So I spent maybe like two minutes making this outline so we don't have to go by it if we don't want to. I'm shocked you even had an outline. I was just ready to talk and not stop. I thought you were going to roast me for a second Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, not like a, oh, Kavya, you're so unprepared. Like, no, I'm like, I, I was expecting to just, like, you know, talk. Okay. Because I was like, man, I, like, try to have some kind of preparation no, for the episode. I'm impressed with that. I swear, I, yeah, I, I don't think I could ever have my own podcast. I, th- I think it's, like, too much work for me. I love to talk. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I love the idea of having a podcast, but... It's, like, hard to coordinate. Coordinate was the word I was trying to figure out earlier. We found it. Yeah. It's hard to coordinate schedules. I'm an English teacher. I should have known that. (laughs) It's hard to coordinate schedules with if you're doing it with a host, like, a co-host. Well, especially whenever one of you is applying to law school and the other one is in med school. It's a little tricky. Yeah. It's it's hard, but we make it work. We may have only been on one episode together this season so far, but we're making it work. Exactly. Um, so our next point on this outline is, so we went through introductions, we went through how we met slash got really close super fast, and next one is, like, our favorite memories with each other. Oh my god. Do you have one? Um. I feel like there's a lot. I feel like there is a lot. I have to think about it for a hot sec just because I have so many. Do you have one that, like, immediately comes to mind? Oh. Uh, <clears throat> Not, like, one that stands out, but there are so many. Oh, I have mine. I have mine. Okay, so, um, back to OL formal throwback. So, um... I'm scared. No, this is a good one. This okay. is a good one. Okay, so for those of y'all who weren't orientation leaders, um, we basically had this super fun formal at Cobb's house. Super cute, super fun. We all got to rest up. Um, a few of us had a few too many... I was one of those people, um, and then I my roommate ended up having to pick me up, and I but I had told you I was gonna spend the night, and I felt so bad, and I called my mom the next morning, and I was like, Mom, I feel so bad about this, and she's like, No, you were going to like put your hair in a bun, take off your makeup, and get back to over to Kabi's house. You're gonna have breakfast with her. So then I just like. It was, like, me and you sitting at the um, at your bar, and you were, like, making just, like, the most elaborate, beautiful breakfast I'd ever <laughs> seen, and you had made coffee for me, and then Dan and Carrion were both still there, and Carrion put some rum chata in his <laughs> coffee. It was, no, it was rum chata. It was fireball. Oh, my God. That's even worse. It was nine in the morning, and he put, uh, 
fireball in his coffee. And I just kind of sat there and I'm like, how, after last night, how can you do this to No, yourself? and I, I literally couldn't even look at the bottle of Fireball. I was like, it's a no from me, dog. But then it was just really fun, like, getting to sit around it. Yeah, I feel like all my favorite memories with you are, like, you making me food at your house. Because <laughs> it's always so fun because it's just, like, you and me and you're always such the best host and you have just, like, the most amazing, like, that little spice rack thing you have. <laughs> I just think it's so cool because whenever I season stuff, it's just like, oh, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. If I'm feeling spicy, like maybe some garlic salt. But then you have that whole thing and it just makes everything taste a million times better. And you're like. If you're brown, um, every brown person has one of these. It's like that circle tin, like a steel tin like container. And they're like nine different bowls of spice. So that's what she's talking about. I put some like Haldis or turmeric and salt. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> oh, um, and one of them like looked like mac and cheese powder. That was the turmeric, okay. yeah. Um <clears throat> I also really have enjoyed like making food for us. I think one of my favorites was it was just like this really random day. I was like, hey, let's get, let's do breakfast. Mm-hmm. And you came over. Oh, so we always are having breakfast together. Yeah, we do. Um, so I made a bunch of food and we just sat out on my porch and we had some breakfast. It was really fun. That it was, was just, so like, much fun. I it, no, I that was actually a close second for me. It was that one. Yeah, we just like chilled. Like we don't. Kenny and I just like eat together. We don't like actually do things, I guess. Does that make sense? No, we're very unadventurous people. Yeah. One time we went to Walmart together. That was kind of exciting. (laughs) You got the lights for your room. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Which are hanging up right now. We're in my bedroom right now. Yeah. They're super cute. Thank you. Um... I, I think that's the reason I'm having so much trouble trying to find, like, my favorite memory because all we do is eat together. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, oh, there was this food and there was this food and there was a time you brought over this. Yeah. And there was uh, that one time I made you chicken. <laughs> okay. Caddy makes the best chicken strips. I do. I, oh, during orientation, would literally just come over and be like, hey, make me these chicken strips. And I think even one day, like, during the semester, I called and I was like, hey, oh, can yeah. you make me food? Oh, yeah. Oh, all the time. <laughs> And it's great because I love eating them too and I love making them. It's yeah. like, I feel like everyone needs like, you know, the two meals they can make and that's one of mine. That and scrambled eggs. Her scrambled eggs are also very they good. They are. They're so good. I want to think of something that like doesn't relate to food. But I don't think there is one. Okay, I think, okay, I, I know my favorite memory now. Okay, I'm ready. We were at Caddy's house, and we were, it was a lot of us. I think there were, like, ten of us. Was but it my graduation party? It might have been the day after. Okay. I cannot remember. Okay. Um, but we were at Caddy's house. I think there were, like, ten of us, but six of us were playing Phase 10. And it was the first time Caddy was playing. And this girl, if you know Phase 10, so let me just give, like, a very general (laughs) explanation. So it's a card game, and there are 10 different phases, and you have to, like, make the phase before you can move on to the next one. And so the first one is two sets of three. So you have to do, like, 
three sixes, and three eights. And this girl <laughs> was stuck on phase one for like 10 rounds. It was awful. And at some point I was just like, Caddy, do you know what you're doing? And I was like, yeah, I think I just have horrible luck. But like looking back, now that I've gotten better at it, I'm like, I think I was just really bad at it. <laughs> like I just don't think anyone explained it to me very well. I, it was probably me that did not explain it very well. I well, because you and Dan get so competitive about it. So anytime I would mess something up, you would yell at me. <laughs> You'd be like, no, Kenny, you can't do that. And I was like, mm. like I don't know. Dan and I, oh my god. I wish Dan were here. But um, I know, Dan's the best. He's, uh, I love him so much. But whenever we play FaceTime together, he and I get so competitive. And he just, like, will roast the crap out of me. And he'll, if I, like, skip him, he'll be like, I hope you rot. And it's just, like, he gets so aggressive. He does. But it's it's all in good fun. And I know that he means well. But at one point, it got so aggressive this summer that the other people in the game were like, we don't know if you guys are joking anymore. Yeah. Well, that, that's just Dan's personality is, yeah. like, half the time you don't know if he's joking or not. Okay, so we took a quick break, and now we're going to get back to the actual <laughs> list the of schedule. things. Yeah, the schedule. Um, so we covered introductions, how we met, our favorite moments. Are we done with our favorite moments? I mean, I feel like we're never done with our favorite I mean, moments. You're but, right, you're right. I feel um, like we covered the highlights. Yeah. Um, a lot of orientation, a lot of food. Sounds about right. That's our friendship right yep, there. Yep, <laughs> um, Our next thing, so Caddy's super into crime pods. I am. What's your favorite one? My favorite true crime podcast is Morbid. What is that? Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's these um, <clears throat> two gals there. Um, <clears throat> I think they're like sister. They're not like sisters. I think it's like an aunt and a niece, and, but they're like super close and there's like a 10 year gap between them. And the older one, Elena, she is an autopsy technician, um, which is, like, super because She has all these, like, insight into all of that kind of stuff. But they basically just, um, yeah, tell, like, true crime stories. But they get, like, really into it. And they're just so freaking funny. Like, they drag these serial killers so <laughs> hard. Like, the amount that they make fun of these people is so iconic. I'm just like, yes, like, drag these people my favorite episode that they did was over BTK. Oh, okay. And it was just so funny. There was like, oh my gosh, Dennis, you're so such an idiot. Like, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So that's my favorite true crime podcast. I listen to a ton, though. Okay. <clears throat> I listen to Morning Cup of Murder. That's really fun. Um, it's like a daily like murder podcast. And then I also listen to Wine and Crime, which sounds like the type of podcast that you and I would have. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so I am really, really into true crime. I would say my all-time favorite, like, true crime case, though, probably has to be Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Have you heard anything? Oh my gosh! My favorite case. One, it's just super interesting, but two, it also took place in Springfield, like, my, oh my hometown. Gosh. Yeah. Oh my god. It's wild. So this, um, oh my, yeah, I have to tell you the story. Yeah, so please. it was this, um... This mother and this daughter, so the daughter is, like, severely disabled, like, in a wheelchair. She's had, like, like cancer, scoliosis, like, all of these, like, asthma, like, vision impaired, hearing impaired, like, all of this horrible, horrible stuff. And she has this single mother who is just, like, so kind. She's working so hard to, like, take care of her daughter and do all of this stuff. And, like, the whole Springfield community knows them and loves them. And um, we have, like... <clears throat> 
they would come to shows at my community theater that I performed at, I literally have, like, you know, cast pictures with this girl, oh. and everyone would, like, give her free stuff. They're just like, oh my gosh, they're working so hard, like, yeah, like, come see our show for free, and, uh, you know, like, make a wish, like, sent her to Disney World, and they lived in a Habitat for Humanity house, and... Like, my mom literally, like, helped, like, build their house. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a huge Springfield community thing. And then, one day, just, like, out of the blue, the mom posts something on Facebook. And, like, pardon my language here. I'm just, like, quoting. But it's, like, that bitch is dead. Like, haha. And then... (gasps) What? Yeah. And then, so it turns out, this is where it gets wild, that the mom was faking her daughter's illnesses (gasps) and, like, it was it, the, the syndrome is called Munchausen's by proxy. So she was faking all of it. She forced her daughter to be in a wheelchair, forced her to have a feeding tube, all of these unnecessary surgeries. And the daughter got online and met this boy who lived in Wisconsin. They fell in love and started dating. And then she had him come down to Springfield and kill her mom. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, and everyone was like, "What the heck?" No one saw that coming. It was shocking, absolutely shocking. And that's like just like the tip of the iceberg. Like the girl, her name's Gypsy Rose. Um, she and her like boyfriend had this super like creeper relationship. She lost her virginity in a Springfield movie theater bathroom, and I have been in that bathroom, which is just wild. But yeah, my mom literally, two weeks before the murder, was helping build another Habitat for Humanity house. Okay, wait, so the daughter was the one that made the Facebook post that was like, oh, she's dead? Uh Uh-huh, to like throw off the police, to make it seem like someone had just like broken in. Oh my god. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I can't tell like who... Oh, it's like such what a great... Part, what part of it is, like, crazier? The fact that the mom faked it? Or, or the, the fact, fact that, that the, the daughter, daughter had her killed? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's... Yeah, it's wild. So I remember, like, a few years ago... Because the trials were in Greene County. Like, they were in my hometown. Yeah. So it was a huge deal. Like, um, and yeah, this case is actually super fame, Like, shockingly famous. I'm actually kind of surprised you hadn't heard of it. There's a net... There's a Hulu series about it. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the act? Or no. Or heard of it? Okay, it's... Uh, the girl from the kissing booth in it, um, and she plays Gypsy Rose. But yeah, Gypsy Rose, she's still in prison. I think she had, um, yeah. So she she went to jail. I think she got seven years, and then her boyfriend got life. Um, but she's engaged now to not him. Oh, I know, right? Oh my! And her poor father had no idea about any of this. Were the mom and dad divorced? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they were separated. He was in Louisiana. And she was just, like, telling him, oh, my gosh, like, our daughter's so sick. You need to send me more money. Yeah. Isn't that so wild? I, like, don't even know what to say. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's, when, when did this take place? Oh, it was a few years ago. I want to say, like, maybe, like, 2015. How did I not know about this? I don't know how you didn't know about this. Yeah. Oh, no, it's absolutely wild. That's... Crazy. Yeah, so that's my favorite true crime case. Um, I absolutely love it. I think it's just absolutely wild, and, you know, I'm just so into- And it's also, you know, it hits close for home for me, because it's, yeah. it's Springfield, yeah. Right. Crazy stuff doesn't happen in Springfield. Well, that's, that's, a, yeah. dead, that's a dead lie. My car's been shot, so. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. Would you want to talk about that? Oh, the time my car <laughs> got shot? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> so, this it's kind of a funny story. So, I think I was back in- 
I may have been in high school. It was either high school or like my, the summer. It was the summer after my freshman year in college because I was still working at Pineapple Whip. So, okay. um, yeah, so basically for content, I used to drive a yellow Volkswagen Beetle. Pretty old, pretty like run down. And my mom drove a red Volkswagen Beetle. Um, I know, we called him ketchup and mustard. We were super extra. <laughs> <laughs> so we were super extra. So I worked a ton that summer. I worked two jobs. I worked in a food truck and I worked at a pizza place. And so I was always busy, always doing stuff. And um, the tire light had come on in my car. So I was like, oh crap, I need to fill up my tires with air. I don't have time to do this before work. So I told my mom, I was like, oh, like I don't have time. And she was like, oh, don't worry about it. Take my car. I'll take yours. Fill it up. I'm going out for drinks with my friends tonight, but, um, like, I'll just take your car and fill up your tires. All good. And I was like, okay, great. So I took my mom's car. Um, you know, I got to work at 4.30, went home at 10.30 or whatever. Um, and then just went to bed. My parents were out with their friends. They went to Tropical Liqueurs or Trops, which is basically this super amazing, um, they, it's a chain. They have one in Como. They have one in Springfield. They're kind of all, um, like, all over, but they're, like, alcoholic slushies. Mm. Oh my god, they're so good. They're to die for. Um, so my mom and my dad, you know, had a good time (laughs) and my mom was like, my mom was bragging. She's like, oh my gosh, like whenever I drove down there, I found a parking spot that was like right in front of it, right in front of the bar. And she was like all excited. She was like, awesome. But then, so my parents had a few, you know, a few too many and they decided to play it safe and get an Uber home. Um, great. Love it. So my parents, Uber home. And then the next morning, you know, I come downstairs, we're all talking, and my parents are like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll need to, like, go pick up the car later, yada, da, 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 um, I'm just you know, sitting at the table drinking coffee with my mom, and my dad, um, she's checking his voicemail, and he has a call, and the voicemail says, hey, um, this is Detective Farmer from the Springfield Police Department. Um, there is a yellow Volkswagen Beetle that is registered in your name. Um, it's been involved in a shooting. We need you to take the keys downtown so we can search the car for evidence. Um, give me a call back whenever you get this. And we were like, what the (laughs) heck? My yellow Volkswagen Beetle has been shot? (laughs) So we go downtown and we, you know, um... And it's, like, all blocked off. It's This, like, shooting is on the news. So, basically, someone got mad and shot. Um, he, I believe he hit his target, but then he also hit a bystander, which is super sad. It's yeah. super sad that anyone's getting shot, but both survived, so that's all fine and good. Um, but, yeah, so we go down there, and we look at my car, and, yeah. There's a literal bullet hole that goes straight through the windshield. It chipped the driver, like, headboard, headrest. Like, there's, like, still a chip there. And then there was one that went straight through the hood. It's a miracle it missed the engine. Yeah. But, yeah, like, literally, if someone had been sitting in that car in the driver's seat, they would have died. Because that bullet went straight through the headboard. Whoa. Absolutely. Well, it was also scary because, like, um, it happened, like... Within an hour after my parents had left. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, thank God my parents weren't there. Like, right. thank God they'd left. But then, yeah, so my car, you know, was shot. And I was like, well, okay, that's a bummer. So luckily we were able to get it fixed. 
But it was, I was like upset because, you know, I loved my car. It was like my cute little, it was my, it was my little bug. Um, but the best part of it was that I was working at the pizza place that night and um, I was <clears throat> ringing someone out. It was all fine and good. And the guy asked me, he's like, oh, how's your day going so far? And I was like, oh, you know, it's going good, like going well. And he was like, really? Because I kind of feel like you're lying, which is kind of weird. Like, I'd never, like, had someone say that to me before. Um, usually he'd just say, yeah, okay, cool. Like, sounds yeah. good. And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, my car got shot this morning. Um, and he just goes, was it the yellow Volkswagen Beetle? And I was like, <laughs> what? How did you know? And he's like, I saw it on the news. <laughs> yeah, Your so they like, sh- yeah, my car's famous. My car has more street cred than I do. So anyway, so um, – <laughs> I did. I was able to drive my car for another like year or so after that, so it survived. I don't have it anymore, but yeah. So that was the story of the time my car got shot. Wild. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Crazy things happen in Springfield. I know. So much wild stuff happens happens in Springfield. Yeah. I feel like that does not hold a candle to the Gypsy Rose case, but it's still kind of interesting. <laughs> I think it like. It's about of equal importance. Oh to Gypsy yeah, Rose case. you know. I mean, maybe they won't make a Hulu series about my car getting shot, but they could. That'd be the, crazy. The potential's there. Yeah. What if they did? I would love that. It'd be insane. Can I play my car? <laughs> <laughs> um. How do you think you'd do that? I don't know. I feel like I could pull it off though. I took acting classes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was thinking because we were talking about how like crazy things do or don't happen in Springfield. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about, because I, ha- I still have not listened to this podcast episode that you sent me, but what is it called? The, the Divic Box. Yeah. Will you talk about that a little oh bit? Oh my gosh. Because it happened in Kirksville. Oh my God, the Divic Box. So I know I mentioned this podcast earlier, so it was Morbid that I sent you to. Okay. Um, so like uh, all of my information, full credit to them. Um, and I'm not going to do nearly as, so if you want to listen to the whole thing, like check out I will link Morbid. it in the description. It's so good. Um, so I'm... Yeah, so I'm listening to this podcast, and I'm, I'm going to tell, like, a little bit of the backstory behind it. So I'm listening to it, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so interesting. It's about this haunted box, and they talk about how this, like, guy got it from this uh, Jewish family, and, like, whoever owned it, she had passed away, and her granddaughter was the one, like, you know, trying to get rid of all this stuff, so he buys it off of her, and... Um, she says, oh, this is my grandma's, um, who had survived in the Holocaust. And they were like, do not open this box under any circumstance. And he was like, screw it, I'm gonna open the box. Um, and then yeah, all of this weird stuff started happening. Like his mom had a stroke whenever he gifted her the box. Also, I'm sorry, why are you giving a haunted box to your mother? <laughs> like, can't Happy birthday, that. mom! Happy birthday, here you go. He gave it to his girlfriend, cool. like... Everyone kept returning the box to him, and then he tried to sell it at the antique store. No one wanted this box, because it, like, anytime someone would take it, it would, like, you know, they would have, like, crazy nightmares. They'd wake up with, like, scratches all over them, like, all this weird stuff. So, of course, his natural course of action is to sell it on eBay to a stupid college student. (laughs) So, they talk about how this college student bought it, and all this weird stuff started happening to him and his roommates. Um, yeah, da, 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 and they said, oh, yeah, they, like, sold it to some college kid in Missouri, and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, I live in Missouri. Um, and then, yeah, so I post the link to the podcast on my private Snapchat story, 
I was like, oh my gosh, you should all, everyone should all check this out. And then a uh, few people swipe up and they're just like, oh yeah, that happened in Kirksville. Turns out the college kid who bought that was a Truman student. So in his house, he had a few roommates. They had massive bug infestations while it was there, which you could just credit to being Kirksville. <laughs> but all of the roommates were having like the same nightmares. The same ones? The same nightmares. Okay. And um, yeah, just like wake, like get it, like waking up with like welts on them. And it was like some crazy stuff. And then, um, Jason, what's his last name? Jason Haxton, um, found out about the box and got it from this college student and put it in the museum at ATSU, which is, um, the medical Medical school. school in Kirksville. So he literally, but then all of the staff got haunted, like someone's grandma died, like the whole place just seemed like eerie and spooky. So the staff begged him to get rid of it. So he took it home. And then like his whole family started getting messed up. Like they were, yeah, having crazy nightmares. Apparently Jason like coughed up some like indescribable like like slime grossness oh my gosh so gross so he ended up burying it in kirksville to hide it from the world but i'm just like no wonder this town sucks so much because you buried a haunted (laughs) box here it's no longer here is it no they ended up digging it up in 2017 and they sold it to this guy who like specializes in like haunted mystery stuff so then now it's in this idiot's hands (laughs) And he quarantined with it, and I, and they opened it, and they uh. found a bunch of weird stuff in there. So apparently it's some demon inside of it, and the old lady who had survived the Holocaust had, like, accidentally released this spirit while using a Ouija board trying to communicate with a good spirit to, like, stop the Holocaust. Which, you know, noble cause. If you're going to summon a spirit to do anything, it should be to stop the Holocaust. But still, like... I don't know, and then she, it ended up being an evil demon, and it wrecked havoc among the world. That's wild. Isn't there a movie about it now? Yes, there is a movie about it. I don't know. Is it called Pandora's Box? No, it's called The Possession or something. Oh, okay. I don't know exactly what it is, but, so that was, like, such a, like, a rough overview, but if anyone has any interest in that, check out that Morbid episode, because it is just endlessly fascinating, and then just think of us whenever you listen, and think that we have to live in that town. (laughs) I will put the link in the description, so you guys can listen to it if you want. Um, what was I gonna say? Do you believe in, like, ghosts and demons and all that kind of stuff? I used to not, but frankly, after listening to that, I feel like I have no choice but to believe, like... (laughs) I don't know. I try not to, like, think about it too much because if I think about scary things too much, I get, like, too scared. Like, yeah. It's too real. <laughs> I, to an extent, believe in, like, I don't know if I necessarily believe in, like, ghosts, mm-hmm. but I, like, believe in, like, spirits, I guess. Yeah, I get that for sure. I don't know how much I'm into, like, you know, demonic possession type of thing. Yeah. But, and then that's, I don't know. I think I feel like that's one of those things that I'd have to see it to believe it, but I don't want to see it. I know. I'm kind of like, just like, let me remain blissfully ignorant. Yeah. Like, because I don't want to, I don't want to touch that. Like, right. So I don't, I don't mess with like Ouija boards or anything. Like, it's a no for me. I remember in high school, one of my friends was like, oh, we're going to go out to this like graveyard or something. And, um, 
Graveyard Cemetery, one of those, I think, are those the same thing? Graveyard and Cemetery? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, we're gonna go to a cemetery and, like, play with the Ouija board, and I'm like, you can count me out so fast. for me. I will do no such thing. And then there's this thing called the Devil's Chair. Have you heard of it? No. Oh my gosh. It's There's this Devil's Chair in a cemetery across from the primary school. Oh my gosh. In Kirksville. And, um, they say that if I think it's on Halloween. If you sit on the chair, then something will grab you. Oh my god, why would anyone do that? I don't know. But yeah, Kirksville like, has some weird things going on. I know, yeah. I, I know we were talking about um, Springfield having some weird stuff, but Kirksville, man. It's just like... Kirksville's wild. Yeah. It's really weird. Well, we also just have some weird, like, the, our one... The only famous person I can think of from Kirksville, Kirksville itself, is Harry Laughlin. Is he the eugenics guy? Yes, so that's okay. humiliating. Yeah. Why the heck do we want that to represent this city? Yeah. Yeah, this guy who promoted <clears throat> a perfect race and why you should sterilize dis- disabled people. It's horrific. It's really bad. Yeah, absolutely horrific. And... So ableist and so disgusting. And this town has just never had a good history. No, it really hasn't. I'm, like, scared to go to the grocery store alone here. Same. Um, <clears throat> but I do. <laughs> I know. I Yeah, I do, too. I try to have Jeremy come with me if I can help it, unless I'm just, like, doing, like, a super quick Aldi run. Yeah. Which is what it mostly... I don't go to Walmart by myself, though. I hate really? It. Yeah, I hate, I hate going to Walmart by myself. Walmart does have some of the, like, embarrassing people in yeah. town. I hate going to the dollar store by myself. I don't think I've ever been to the dollar store here. Don't go by yourself. Okay, good to know. It just, like, kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I can see why. Um, going back to the, like, crime stuff. Oh, yeah. You brought up BTK. Mm -hmm. And... BTK is probably the most referenced serial killer in Criminal Minds. They bring him up in a statistic all of the time. Especially Reed. He mm-hmm. talks about him all the freaking time. And at some point I was just like, okay, I need to know who BTK is. So I had to do some research. Oh, but... listen, uh, listen to the morbid about him. Okay. It's like so in-depth and it's so funny. Isn't it like beat, torture, kill? Bind, torture, kill. Bind, torture, kill. Okay. Yeah. Well, and Michaela's met him. Michaela Hahn. Oh, didn't she say that, like, it was yeah. her, somebody, somebody's It was her grandpa's friend or something. Or like her grandma was like friends with um, whoever, his wife, his poor wife, oh my god. Yeah, this guy had a family. That's wild. Yeah. Do you ever think about that, like, serial killers, like, they have families, they have parents, they'll probably have siblings, things mm-hmm. like that. What? I know, yeah. Oh, it's absolutely wild. Well, and a lot of the times, you know, sometimes they just have, like, the most, like, messed up childhood yeah. ever. And it's, ugh. That's why I love listening to true crime podcasts, though. You really need to listen to Morbid. Like, okay. It's so good. I think my love for Criminal Minds will probably get me to love Morbid. I think I literally, like, listen to it on the drive home. Like, I think you're gonna fall in love with it. My, like, two-minute drive home? Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get started. Okay. Um, do we have anything else we want to talk about? I don't know. Do you have anything else that is worth mentioning? Was there anything else on the list? Um... That, that, this is, like, a very, like, general topic, um, like, how similar our families are, even though we're so different. Yeah. We have, re- over the last, like, what, it's November, uh... It's November when we met in June. Math. Five months? Yeah. Over the last five months that we've known each other, 
which is so crazy because that's actually not that long. But over the last five months, we've realized that our families are so, so similar. similar. Yeah. So we're each like families of four. Mm-hmm. And it's just like crazy. Like I think our moms are might be the same I person. I think, yeah, our moms are our, definitely the same I think people. our dads might also be the same person. I think so too. I Yeah, both of our dads are like hyper-intelligent people. Uh-huh. Um, like overwhelmingly intelligent, but they're also, because of that, they're so like rigid and uh-huh. like strict about things. And they like don't know how to relax. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like our moms are so chill. It's just like so chill and kind and like I think we both just love spending time with our moms. Yeah. I um, love my mom. <laughs> oh my god me too. I miss her so much. I can't wait to see her. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I'm gonna cry. I'm so excited to see my mom <laughs> when I go home. And then we both have siblings, like older siblings, mm-hmm. but yours is only like what, a year and a half, two years older than you? Yeah, George is two years older than me. Okay. And my sister is four years older than me, but. I will say you and your sister are way closer than my brother and I are. Like, <laughs> my sister's my best friend. That's so fun. Um, George refused to acknowledge that we were siblings in high school. I still have people that I like worked with at McSalty's um, that went to high school with us and oh. learned. That we were siblings. Oh my god. Because it's funny because my cousin works there too. So um, <clears throat> it'd be like, oh yeah, everyone knows like oh, George and Ben, they're cousins. And then here I am saying, oh yeah, Ben, my cousin, and having the same last name as George. <laughs> and then I'm being like, wait, you're George's sister? I didn't know he had a sister. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, my sister and I are not like that. I mean, in high school, we didn't, we never were in high school together, but in grade school, she did not want to acknowledge that I was her sister, but she had a lot of friends that were a year younger than her, so when she graduated and I went to high school, she told all of her friends that they needed to, like, look out for me, but I had sweet. yeah, but at that point, she, like, didn't really care about me. She was just, like, just make sure she, like, doesn't die. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) George and I had a class together, and people didn't even know we were siblings. Really? Yeah. Wild. I know. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. It was, like, we had two, yeah, really two classes sad. together. We had uh, acting one, which he took as a blow-off class, and I took way too seriously. <laughs> um, and then French. Oh my gosh. I just, okay, I have to tell this story. Um, my brother got a better grade than me in French, but he cheated all of the time. And I knew that he did, because I would watch him do it. <laughs> he would, like, literally... He would have, like, a see-through folder, and he'd put the answers oh in the back of the folder, God. and just, like, have his folder on his desk. I was like, George, I see you cheating right there. And, he, the and then he got a better... Ever, no, she had no notice? idea. She had no idea. And he got a better grade than me in that class. I'd and be he so mad. he that over me. He's like, I guess I'm just better at French than you are. And I was like, George, I took French for six years. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. I know. I'd be that kind of person that does that, though. Oh, yeah. Just because, like, I, in high school, I would have been the kind of person to do that. I'm too scared to do that in college. But I cheated a lot in high school. I remember, I don't know if this teacher knows that this happened. Honestly, he probably knew that it happened. But my best friend in high school, we sat next to each other in a history class. And at one point, I was like, oh, shoot, I don't know the answer to this question during a test. And I, like, got her attention. And we sat right next to the teacher's desk. Oh, my I, like, gosh. got her attention. And I put up three fingers to show her like I need the answer number three and she just shifted her like test over a little bit so I could see it that is so funny and like the teacher loved me Mm -hmm. and so if he saw he didn't care Mm -hmm. but 
Sorry, Mr. Rogers, like... if you're listening <laughs> and didn't know that. I feel like... <laughs> I think that's all we've got for today. Yeah, for sure. That um, was fun. It was really fun. Thank you so much for being on the pod. Thanks for bringing food. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, do you want to shout out your Instagram or anything? Do you want... Some... Sure, yeah. Not that anybody's going to listen to this, but... <laughs> well, you know, if you, if you are curious, um, follow me at uh, caddy underscore Timson on Insta. Um, that's all I really do um you can give me i don't know do you want to you can rate venmo. me on rate my professor <laughs> yeah if you want to like venmo or uh yeah rate me on rate my professor um my students haven't yet but this term's not over yet so we'll see if any of Caddy's students sorry professor timson's students <laughs> are listening to this go rate her and give her a five out of five please she unless you plagiarized it. unless you plagiarized but she should still get a five out of five for giving you the opportunity to redo the assignment so <laughs> um thank you guys for listening you can follow us at you're so rude pod on instagram on twitter you if you have any questions concerns or you want us to talk about something you want to be featured on the podcast you can email us at you're so rude pod at gmail.com um Samia usually does our outro so I don't know why I said it like that our outro so um I don't actually know what she says I don't pay attention but she says something about how it's like you're so rude pod on instagram no uh, punctuation, all in English, something like that. I don't do it as well as she does, but, um, that's all we've got for today. Tune in next time. Um, thanks for listening. Hopefully, Samia and I, Sam and I will be on the episode together at some point, <laughs> but today is not that day. Uh, thank you. Bye. Bye.